BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For the first time in the over year and a half since this show has been around, I get to come and talk to you guys after... The Bears win two games in a row. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the winners that come from the game and what the Bears did differently and how they use certain players differently to help them get that win. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every single social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for the day. And listen, the Bears got a dub against the Detroit Lions, former Chicago Bear David Montgomery on that team. There's a lot of storylines. The Bears getting their first back-to-back wins since Matt Eberflus took over the team and our only second divisional win since Matt Eberflus has been the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Listen, at the end of the day, it was fun to see. It was fun to, uh, to watch this game. You know, Jalen Johnson getting his fourth interception on the season. Uh, didn't get it. He missed a pick six again. But, you know, it is what it is when it comes down to it. But the Bears did some things differently in this game, right? I want to talk about that first. When you look at it, Deontay Foreman was back at starter at the running back position, right? Not Khalil Herbert, not Roshan Johnson. It was Deontay Foreman yet again. What does this mean for his future with the Bears? But listen, Deontay Foreman has been beastly since the Bears actually started using him after having several healthy scratches to start this season. And when it came down to it, he played 40, I'm sorry, 56% of the snaps yesterday, and he got 42% of the carries. Khalil Herbert had 17 uh, snaps and 12% of the carries, and uh, Roshan Johnson played 27% of the snaps, but only 4% of the carries. So what does that mean now? Listen, Deontay Foreman, for the rest of this season, at least we'll see but he's the, he's the starter for the Chicago Bears. You know, it is what it is. He's not the best catcher uh, when it comes down to it. And, you know, you have those areas. Uh, Roshan Johnson's actually best of that. Uh, Johnson also played on 86% of the long down and distance snaps um, and got all of them in the two-minute drill snaps as well. So that shows how they feel like Roshan Johnson and the big playmaking ability that he does have. But when it comes down to it, Deontay Foreman is the guy now at that running back position and, hey, listen, Khalil Herbert, who's never really kind of gotten back all the way in track after his injury, Deontay Foreman, when he's out there, he's been the best one. And, you know, we'll see how that what that means for his future going forward with the Chicago Bears. He only signed a one-year deal this offseason. Now, also with that is that we're seeing a reduced amount of snaps for Yannick Ngakwe. He played a season-low 52% of the snaps um, when it came down to it. And, listen, at the end of the day, Yannick Ngakwe, who is not good in the run game at all, Right. It, it At the end of the day, it's going down when you look at he played 58.5 percent of the snaps prior to that. 
and it's going down. So he he keeps um uh, uh you know dropping down when it comes down to it. And you know with the with the presence of Montez Sweat, Demarcus Walker also stepping up and playing more of the downs for the Chicago Bears, even starting to creep up on unique Ngakwe snaps and things like that. It is what it is, and we'll see. You know, I don't think I, I think we've all kind of been in alignment that. Yannick Ngakwe is probably not coming back for the Chicago Bears unless he's willing to take a huge pay cut. I don't see him really coming back for the Chicago Bears next season. Um, and, you know, you look to continue to evaluate things when it comes down to it at the end of the season. But I just I don't necessarily see it. I don't see it happening. But, hey, I could be wrong on that. Maybe something crazy does happen where they bring him back because he's a veteran. Maybe he's kind of humbled and has to take a much lesser deal. But when it comes down to it, that's just what it is. And then also – Terrell uh, Smith and Tyreek Stevenson kind of uh, split their number of snaps played. And so Matt Eberflus is finding a way to put his two uh, young rookie cornerbacks out there and really swapping and using them in certain situations. And I think you can expect to see that for the remainder of the season as well. They're not going to take away too many of Jalen Johnson's snaps, no matter what happens with him or they planning on happening with him this offseason. But this is a way that the Chicago Bears can take a look at maybe what Terrell Smith and Tyreek Stevenson are going to look like if they both get opportunities to start. You're not seeing them together, but they're starting to split more of those snaps. And, you know, Tyreek Stevenson coming back from injury can be a big part of that as well. Um, but I do think that, you know, Matt Eberfuss is trying to get different looks, trying to see how they perform in different scenarios, because this could be your two starting cornerbacks with Kyler Gordon still being in the nickel next season, depending on what happens with Jalen Johnson this offseason. So I think that's something interesting to point out with as well. But, you know, let's get out from that. Those are changes that happened in yesterday's game. But let's talk about some of the key players in yesterday's game. And listen, it comes down to Justin Fields and DJ Moore together once again. Those guys are just, I told you guys before, me, C-Dub, and Bobby, we had an episode on it. The confidence that Justin Fields is starting to play with. Three sacks in the first half of the game, none in the second. And we, and we saw Justin Fields come out and play much better specifically in that fourth quarter. Justin Fields played amazingly well. And so you're seeing Justin Fields' confidence build. And he's, we've already said and talked about how he, he, him and DJ Moore as a connection, they're better when they play together. Uh, you know, even when Tyson Bajan was in there, he didn't really use uh, DJ Moore in the way that Justin Fields does. And so when you look at it, Justin Fields in the fourth quarter of this game went three of seven for 20 yards um, and no touchdowns. And then when you look at the third quarter in this game, 12 for 18, he played 122 yards, average 10, one touchdown. I think I said third quarter, it was first half. Played much better in the second half. When you look at the first half, he was only three for five for 40 yards in this game. But in that second half of the game, he really came and played out. And it's good to see Justin Fields really step up. And DJ Moore as well, uh, playing great in that second half. When you look at it, he had no targets. No targets did DJ Moore have in the first half of that game. And then when you look at the second half of that game, he really stepped up in a big way. In the first half, it was only Deontay Foreman uh, and Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney who got targets. DJ Moore actually got more run attempts than targets he got in the first half. And then when you look in the second half of the game for DJ Moore, much better. Ten targets, six receptions, 68 yards, one touchdown. Again, has been evident since we got him and he came here. When D when you go to DJ Moore, good things happen. And the com combo between him and Justin Fields has just continued to be amazing. DJ Moore is such a get for the Chicago Bears team and for the development of Justin Fields. It's just really good to see that chemistry continued between those two guys. And then, of course, Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat is just an absolute beast. That just is what it is. It's an absolute beast. And, um, it, you know, what he brings to this team and helping the team get pressures, what he brings as far as getting, even, like I said, Justin Jones looking much better out there. And the thing when it comes down to it is Montez Sweat, the thing that makes him such a good defensive end for this team specifically 
is that not only is his ability to get to the quarterback, but also how good he is in the run game as well. He got a sack yesterday. He got five QB hits, a pass deflection, and he stopped a big run on the defensive side of the or a, a big run. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And so Montez Sweat is a monster. And it, it, listen, I don't think anybody is now questioning if Montez Sweat is going to live up to the contract that the Chicago Bears gave him. He's going to be worth every single bit of that contract and money that they gave him. And, you know, it's up to the Chicago Bears front office to improve this defensive line overall. Uh, uh, having an offseason of, you know, having Montez Sweat here and build up more chemistry and continuity with that defensive line as well is going to be a big thing for him. But uh, listen, those three players stood out the most to me. That's not to say other players didn't make a big game as well. Jermaine Edmonds had a solid game. Can't take away from what Jermaine Edmonds did in this game. Um, Jaquan Brisker leading the team. I think he had 17 tackles in yesterday's game. Always going to be a big part of what the Chicago Bears do as well. Love it when Jaquan Brisker's playing well because he always plays with the confidence, right? Sometimes, you know, he does some things out there that, you know, when we're not winning or when he doesn't make big plays, I'm like, hey, Jaquan, slow down on there. But you, when you look at it, the 17 uh, tackles, 13 of those being solo, two pass deflections from him. Jaquan Brisker's an absolute monster. He continues to play that way. Tyreek Stevenson as well, one tackle for a loss, one pass deflection in that. But then overall, the Chicago Bears defense having four sacks and nine QB hits. Come on, man. Like, that's crazy. Like, for a team that had, that suffered and struggled so much with getting to the quarterback, if they make some key acquisitions this offseason, make some changes, get a better defensive lineman on the other side of Montez Sweat so we have two really good defensive linemen, the sky's really the limit when it comes down to what this defense can be. And I got to give credit to Matt Eberflus on the second half that he called in this game. You can't take away from that. Jared Goff in the second half of this game went 9 of 18 for 68 yards. We held the Detroit Lions as a team in the second half of the game to 76 yards as a team. That's huge. That You you can't take away from that. So Matt Eberflus also got to get his his credit for the game that he coached as well. Luke Getze. Got to give him a little bit, a little bit as far as in the second half of the game as well, just how we changed some things up. But even with that, one of the things that is still noticeable that we still need, we, we need a, a, a better and more versatile offense, right? Not everything can be all sunshine and rainbows. We need that to, be, to come to fruition. We need to have an offense that is just more versatile, not like isn't as stagnant. Yes, the screenplays were down. In, in yesterday's game, but it still was that questionable thing. I give him credit for the second half of the game and how Luke Getze called it, but I still think that we are not getting the best out of the talent that we have on that offensive side of the ball because we have such a stagnant play caller in Luke Getze. But the defense, like I just said, and then the for, how we're forcing turnovers. That's an amazing thing as well for the Chicago Bears defense. We are forcing, forcing turnovers 
in a crazy way. We finished with 14 total interceptions through through 12 games uh, in the season. And so right now we're third in the league with 13 interceptions and seven over just the past two weeks. That's it. We are still the league leading rush defense on top of all of that. This defense is really just, it's getting to the quarterback. It stopped the third downs uh, yesterday. And you got to just give it credit for how this defense is performing. And so over the last four games, if this defense can continue to grow, we can see the offense do enough, right? And you're going to still have big games from from players like Deontay Foreman, Justin Fields. They're going to have some big games over the course of that. But it's just, it's highly important that this team just continue to go down this path, that it continues to grow. The continuity that they have together is going to be huge for this team as well. And I really think that the best football that we've seen from players on this team specifically is still yet to be seen. We're still getting continuity. We very well could likely win two to three games on the back half of the season. And how does that change the outlook that we have on the season? Now, one of the biggest questions coming into this now when it, uh, is, is what does this mean for Matt Eberflus? Is Matt Eberflus doing enough, especially if the Bears continue to win, right? They've already basically uh, one more win, and we've doubled our win total from last season. If we can get two more wins, then we're damn near tripled it uh, from last season. So, again, this Bears team and what they can do, how they can perform, how they play, I'm not expecting them to clear the table, but they're really starting to show the things and the acumen that you want to see from this team. And so you got to ask uh, the questions now surrounding has Matt Eberflus done enough? Hearing Montez sweat after the game, talk about how Matt Eberflus helps this team out and how he keeps this team together, how he reinforces and keeps them kind of bonded together as a team. That's a lot to say from a veteran player that said that he didn't have that in where he came from. So, you know, I, I take those words uh, and, I, and I understand what they mean to him. Uh, but I, I still hope that the Bears aren't prisoners of the moment and don't really look at this and say, how, what's the best situation for improving this team overall? That's what it comes down to. It And Justin Fields, after this game, taking accountability for it as well, saying that he isn't, he isn't satisfied with the victory over the line, saying this, there are a few throws I miss. There are multiple plays during the game where we could have executed better. The third downs and just throws downfield, of course. There were a couple that I wanted back, but we won the game and there's still room to get better. So that's just the hope for the future. I continue to love the growth and development of Justin Fields as a quarterback in this league and a leader in this league. And so, you know, I know there's a lot of questions and Bears fans are right to have it on what the future is going to hold for Justin Fields. Is he going to stay the quarterback? Is it the right decision for him to stay on? Should the Bears use that number one overall pick? But I think when it comes down to it, we're going to see that this team is going to dig in. This team is going to improve the trenches. This team is going to improve the weapons. Hopefully that means Marvin Harrison Jr. And they're going to bring in a field, a better team that through development and other things like that is going to come along and we're going to see a much better Chicago Bears team to start the season last year. Hopefully we're not starting off at a deficit, kind of like what we had to do this year. So at the end of the day, man, uh, I love what this team is doing. I love that they're winning football games right now. I love that they're starting to turn things around. Um, and yeah, it, it comes down to it. Jaquan Brisker making big plays. So many of the young players, the first and second year players showing that they are going to be big pieces of whatever this team is once they do turn it around. And Hey, let's hope that we are next season and towards the end of this season, talking about more wins, but we're laying down a, a platform and a foundation to build off on where the bears are going to be winning even more games next season. And hopefully we finally here at Chicago bears central get to talk about some postseason play at least next season. Doubt it's going to come this season, even though the Bears are stick technically still in that wild card hunt. But we'll see what it all boils down and turns into. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message, 
and our voicemail. The number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Chi-Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.